Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies in moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Walker III, and I want to thank you so much for being a part of Next Level Leader Podcast. I'm so grateful, as always, to have you connected, and we are incredibly excited uh, about you being a part. This is the place where leaders convene, people who are serious about getting to the next level in their life, in their business relationships. This is that space. I want to thank all of you who are first-time subscribers. It means a lot to us that you have connected with us. You could be anywhere, but you've chosen to share with us. I hope that you will share this podcast. If it's a blessing to you, share it with as many people as you can. It is our hope to reach over a million people, and we are going to do that as we are trending in that direction every single week as our subscribers continue to go up, and it's free. So I really want to make sure we continue to get the content, whatever platform you're listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, I want you to follow me at Joseph Walker 3 on Instagram because that is the place where we provide a lot of inspiration and content. And, of course, you can go to josephwalker3.org. Any of our books that we've written, uh, we've been able to write to date 13 books, and uh, we're excited about that. So any one of those books that can help you develop as a leader, I believe, will be beneficial in your journey. Today, I want to address a topic that I believe every person who has a vision, we talk about ideation a lot, how you begin with the idea and developing that idea and moving that ideation to manifestation requires a plan. Every single thing that's going to be successful is not done random. It is done with a plan. We hear a lot out there about business plans and really what it takes to get a real good business plan developed. This will be a very, very practical lesson for you today is I want to give you seven steps to developing your business plan. Now, I want you to process this for a second because there are people who see things on television and you want to do that or you you get inspired in the middle of the night and you you don't have any direction. And How do I start? How do I get this thing off of the ground? And that's why we're doing this podcast because it'll be a practical lesson. So I want you to pull over if you're driving. I want you to uh, pause it, pull over. I want you just to make sure you write something down. Make sure you're listening and get these notes because this is going to help you move from ideation to manifestation. Let's let's talk about it because I believe there's an extraordinary business person uh, that I'm talking to right now. So as we think about this for a second, I want you to process this first one. It's defining your goals. Now, what are we after here? If I'm going to have a business plan. What are my goals? What am I attempting to accomplish if you don't have goals that are realistic and even measurable, then you're never going to know what you're aiming at. What's the big idea? What are we attempting to accomplish? What is my why? Why am I doing this? What, is, what am I hoping to accomplish? You know, you can't just say, I want to have a business because I want to be a millionaire. I want to be, you know, rich. You, you have to say, there is a goal here. There is an end game. Uh, in my book on no opportunity wasted, the art of execution, chapter one, I talk about how you are born to solve a problem. 
What that means is that you begin to identify that that the reason why your business exists or your purpose, your assignment exists is because you are there to fill a gap. And there are goals and objectives you have to be able to achieve in order for that gap to be met. So when you're thinking about this, I want you to really process it critically and, and begin to ask yourself, am I, am I absolutely confident that I'm reaching these goals, that I'm accomplishing these things? And so write down what those goals are, you know, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, however long they are, write down those goals, be clear. Uh, the Bible talks about how you have to write the vision and make it plain, right? And that's so important. I believe that with all of my heart, those who read it can run with it. So let's define clearly our goals. If somebody were to say, what is it that you are trying to do here? You say, my goals are to accomplish this, that, and that, right? Now, the second thing I think is important is to do market research. Now, if you're going to do a good business plan, you've got to be able to look at how the market is handling the idea that you are trying to propose. Look at the research. Is there a feasibility, a component to what you have put forth? One of the things I never try to do is step into something without there being a need, right? So do feasibility studies, find out, get a small group of folks and ask them, survey them, ask them, would you buy this product? Would you use this particular thing? Do you think this is necessary? And you'll get real raw responses. And so it is incredibly important that you do market research and look and see who has done this well in other parts of the world. Uh, what are your competitors doing? What, you know, what is the market saying about this particular idea or product or invention or whatever you're doing, this plan? Can it be monetized? And, and how is it sustainable? Or is it trendy? These are things you really have to think about. So do your market research and find out who's doing this well. Is there a need for it? Where will it work best? What region? What state? What part of town? All of this thing. You, know, you want to make sure. That's why you don't put a rib shack you know, in a place where people are eating healthy, right? There's a, do market research, no location and all of that. That makes sense. If you take your time and do your market research and look at analytics, look at social media, look at impressions, this is market research, knowing what is the need, that's the goal, what are the needs, and then what does the market say about why this is necessary, okay? Now, here's the third thing, infrastructure. Infrastructure. This is, you know, how you come up with the name, the domain name, the location. This is the part that a lot of people miss. You know, we often have these great ideas, these grandiose plans, and, and nothing wrong with that to think big. But we don't want to get down in the very uh, granular level and deal with the uh, minutia of doing the legal work, making certain that there's compliance issues in terms of the tax components and, you know, the accounting components and how my payroll is going to be established, how I'm going to do infrastructure in terms of administration. What is my marketing strategy going to be? You know, all of these things, and I'm going to come to marketing strategy in a moment, but all these things really have to do with infrastructure. Don't be so charismatic and enthusiastic about doing a thing without doing the homework. It can take you sometimes. It can take months, if not years, just for infrastructure to be developed before the actual thing comes to fruition. There are things that are being worked on right now in boardrooms that haven't even been released yet 
you know, in terms of media or what have you, because the infrastructure, they're answering questions. Who's going to manage this? How is this going to flow? What's going to, you know, be our inventory and quality control and risk management? I mean, all of these things you've got to think about. So find people that can help you work through infrastructure because a good, sound infrastructure keeps you from being raggedy. And what you don't want to do is put forth anything that's raggedy or that you did not take time to think about. One of these I try to do is I try to ask myself, who will this thing touch? Who are the key players that need to be at the table? And when I communicate, I'm communicating collaboratively so everyone hears it at the same time so we can all move forward like being on a football team in a huddle. We get our plays, we go, and everybody knows exactly what's supposed to happen as we execute. Often, if you do not spend that time in the huddle with your team, uh, with your crew, you end up making assumptions. I thought you were going to block here. I thought you were going to run this route, and I threw the ball that way. You know, this metaphor applicable to our own business strategy. Sometimes we we make assumptions. I thought this person was going to, you know, handle that. I thought, that, how many people do you know? Uh, who end up in tax trouble, who end up in compliance trouble, whose business shut down because they say, I thought this person was doing that, or I took my eye off the ball and I just trusted somebody else to do it. You have to be intentional about infrastructure. Here's a point I want you to think about. You cannot expect what you do not inspect. Let me say it again. You cannot expect what you do not inspect. Now, here's the next thing I want you to think about, organizing your leadership team. Now, that, this is why it's important, right? To organize your leadership team means that you are serious about getting the right personnel, the right team around you. Uh, you've got to unapologetically make certain that the people around you have four components. I've talked about this in an earlier podcast and I will revisit it now. I talk about this in my books. You've got to make sure one, whoever's on your team has high character, and these are not shysty people, manipulative, trying to use your platform for personal gain. People you can trust, not perfect people, but people that have integrity. Character matters. Secondly, people who have competence, people who know what they're doing. And you've got to be clear. Are you trained in this area? You know, it doesn't matter how old or young you are. There are people that have been a part of your organization or your group or your church or et cetera that are older but they don't have the necessary skill sets and you bring somebody in young and then they are qualified, you've got to be willing to make that tough call. you got to get people who are competent. Don't dummy down your vision to accommodate incompetent people. But then you need people who can keep your cadence. This is a big deal, right? People that can keep your pace. Uh, you're moving. You've got a lot going on, a lot of different things you're doing at the same time. You need people that are not lagging behind not people who are hurrying up to be late, but people who get it, who are moving at the pace in which your organization is moving. And then finally, people that have capacity, people that can go where you're going. If you look at the people around your team today, ask yourself, do these people have the capacity to go where your vision is taking you? Some people are good for certain seasons. They're good for right now, but can they go where your organization is going? That becomes the critical question. So you have to build the right team, a team with those four characteristics. 
You get a quality team around you, man. It will save years off of your life. Because oftentimes when you're doing a business plan, people want to know, like, who's going to be running this? Who's going to be, you know, investors want to know. Like, who's going to be at the helm? Who's going to be doing your finances? Who's going to be managing day-to-day? Who's going to be making this happen? Because that is an appealing thing to people that want to buy into your vision, to your business plan. You know, all of those things matter. So you've got to make certain that you got the right people. Just because people are loyal don't mean that they're the right people to be on the team. Now, here's the next thing. You have to design prototypes and beta tests to get feedback. (sighs) What you're doing has to be tested in the market, right? You have to get a group of folks, even if it's your team, but you've got to run beta tests. I tell people this all the time. Just kind of get a small group of folks and run it by them. Let them give you honest feedback on the quality of the product you're producing or whatever you're trying to do. If you're an artist and you've got a song, let a few folks listen to it and give you real feedback. If you've got a business, you know, you're making cakes, let some folks taste your cake, have a tasting, you know, whatever it is you're doing as a way in which people can sample, sample the excellence that you're trying to put out. Even if it's like, something you put people in the room and you tell them, I'm planning to do this and this is what I want to do. What do you think? How do you think it will be received? How do you think culture will receive this new idea, this new vision, this thing that I'm going to do? And people will be honest about it. That's why beta tests are so important because you can get real responses from real people and it gives you a sense of how to plan forward. One of the worst things you can ever do is make an assumption because you think a thing is great. You think a thing is extraordinary. Everybody's going to have the same passion and excitement and even the same response that you have. People don't have that always. And so it's important for you to listen to what people are saying. And I, I say it all the time, do beta tests, do prototype, get feedback. Now, these next two issues are important, right? Because I want to spend some time on this one because this is a passion of mine. And that's that's really having a a, a great, a strong marketing strategy. If you're going to be successful here, your marketing has to be really robust. Let's be clear. Marketing is everything now. Your messaging, your images, your branding, your how you present what you do. It speaks volumes about who your company will be, what your brand will be. So often we penny pinch around marketing but you have to realize the game has changed. Now we're in a digital space and there's so much you can do in the digital space and, you know, Instagram and Facebook, social media and, and, you know, digital advertisement that you can reach the masses by very strategic placement. That's why it's important to get someone who understands placement, someone who understands, uh, you know, what marketing you know, the messaging of marketing, how marketing plan and strategy should look. Your marketing cannot be random. Your social media post about your business cannot just be random. There has to be a science to it. And there is as a science to when you post and what you post and the color scheme that you post and the language you use, the, you know, the, how is it inviting or is it more about you? You know, is it more about community and elevating people than it is about you and the product? You have to begin to think about this. One of the critical things you'll discover about marketing is this. Anybody can put something together and tell you what they're doing. Anybody can put something together and tell you when they're doing it. But very few people can manage the why. 
the why is what marketing is. Helping people understand why this is necessary, why this is important for their life, why this is an enhancement to the community in which we live. When people understand your why, it becomes a game changer. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm, <laughs> I believe with all of my heart that when you tap into that why, when you get that part, whew, your marketing goes to a whole nother level. In our ministry, you know, in Nashville, Tennessee, it's all about our why. It's all about that outreach. It's all about the lives we're going to touch, being an oasis of hope, an oasis of hope within the Nashville community and around the world. It's not about just being self-serving. It's not about turning it in, but it's about turning it out. It's about pushing out the message and thinking outside of the four walls of the church and whatever business you have, it has to, it has to be personalized so people see themselves as a part of something bigger than themselves to be transformational by connecting with you. They're making a difference in the world. Even as they're making a purchase of your product, they realize they're making some difference and that, is what marketing can help you do. I'm telling you, great marketing, oof, yo, let me tell you something. It will change the game. The final thing, the seventh thing I want to share with you today is about getting funding. You need to learn how to leverage uh, funding. You don't always have to come out of your pocket, but know how to use credit responsibly. There's a lot of small business loans and grants and et cetera. Research, do your due diligence. Put your business plan in such a place that you can dot every I and cross every T that you attract funding. There's funding in your local community that can help you get off the ground. There's grants and scholarships, a variety of things. And you have to access that, but nobody's going to give you that if you're, if you're, things are not together, if you're not compliant, if your strategy is not together in a market perspective, if you're not done the research, if you don't have the right team around you, if nobody understands your goals and objectives. And so this is important. There's money on the table. People are leaving money on the table every single day. I see it because they don't come prepared. When you show up, you have to show up prepared to attract funding. There's a business, there's a vision, there's a dream, there's something inside of you. And it's not going to happen just because you say, I have it, or I've got a dream and you prophesy over it. You're going to have to do the heavy lifting and do this work. I believe if you do it effectively and you follow these seven principles, I believe that it will help you get on the path to manifestation. There's ideation, the development of it, the thought through it, and there's this idea that in the midst of it, I'm doing the real heavy lifting and that granular place and I'm, I'm doing the minutia work. I'm doing stuff that nobody likes to do, but that's where the infrastructural integrity comes that will sustain whatever business you're trying to do. What you're after is sustainability. You want to make sure that if every stone is unturned, your stuff is together. That's what I hope for you. I hope this has been a blessing to you. And I appreciate you so much, man. I really do. That thing that's on that sheet of paper you got at home, that vision, that thing you're trying to do, make sure you tighten it up. You can do this. The world needs what you have. And I'm just grateful. I'm so thankful. And I look forward to seeing it and being a part of it. And when you get it together, let me know. We'll talk about it. Maybe we'll have a conversation. I'll bring some testimonies on of people who got it together and they start attracting funding and now their businesses have taken off ever since they've been a part of Next Level Leader. I'd love to hear from you. Joseph Walker 3, 
Instagram. I'd love to hear about your plan, your business, and I want to follow what you're doing. I want to hear your success story. I want to thank you so much for being a partner. And I hope this has blessed you tremendously. And I hope that you never lose sight of your why. Never lose sight of that. At the end of the day, that's the motivating factor. Not what, not when, not even how. It's all motivated by your why. Thank you again. Tune again to another edition of Next Level Leader Podcast. I'm Dr. Joseph Juan Walker III. Till next time, you be blessed. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at Joseph Walker 3. I look forward to connecting with you.